What's good, sports world? Chris Dell here, the mad journalist, sitting with the godfather, Mr. Alan Dell, former Tampa Bay Bucks beat writer, and here to bring you our weekly NFL Quick Rants podcast. Here to cover a quick rant topic from each of us for five minutes and diving in to the first quick rant of the week and really the changing of the guards at the quarterback position like we were talking about. Mr. Allen Dell, you've seen many quarterback rates throughout your years. I mean, we're talking about Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, Derek Carr, Winston and Mariota, all these new quarterbacks coming of age in the NFL, especially after Wentz last night on Monday Night Football. Uh, is is this finally time that we that we pass the torch, so to speak? I think so. I mean, you, you still got uh, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, and Aaron Rodgers, even though he's hurt. But outside of them, you look at the, the young guns that are coming up. I mean, maybe you put Carson Wentz at the top of the list right now. You know, he's doing extremely well. It bothers me. He takes a lot of chances. He might get hurt. I, I don't know if he's going to make it through the season. Uh, Jared Goff has come out of nowhere. You got Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Derek Carr. There you go. That's, that's not not to not to forget about Deshaun Watson. Well, I mean, the, yeah, the, I'm not going to put him up super there stellar yet. rookie right now. He's a rookie, but every every all the other guys are, have been in the league at least a year, uh, and, and they're and really they moved ahead of the group. I mean, there's a fading group. There's there's Eli Manning, maybe the worst quarterback, starting quarterback in this league, except. Joe Flacco would uh, give him a good run for his money. Well, those are two of the older quarterbacks in that same age yeah, group. Carson though. Palmer is is, is so headed. check check check. Say goodbye to all those guys. Carson huh? Palmer is headed for the old retirement home. I think Philip Rivers he keeps gunslinging. Give him credit, but really it's a league of young guns. Uh, I think it, it's something the league needs. Their attendance is down all over. You look at games. You see all these empty seats. It's it's absolutely amazing. But I'm going to bring it, bring it, take it to another level. And even one of the best teams in the league, the Kansas City Chiefs, and Alex Smith. He's one of those older quarterbacks, right? Yeah. And his great, quote unquote, greatest greatest season as Alex Smith has had or is having right now. Had. It, Patrick Mahomes is going to be the one people want to fill up those seats for and watch because he's the exciting player. Yeah, well, so that's just another example right there. Alex Smith. In the last two games, he's starting to look like the old Alex Smith. If he doesn't have Kareem Hunt to take the pressure off of him, he's got to do a lot of it on his own, and I don't think he can do it. How, how much, you know, no no one in the football landscape or in the sports world right now is seeing Matt Ryan or Big Ben as a top-five quarterback. That's another example of two guys who were young at some point in the last few years, and they're not anymore. Yeah, talk about Matt Ryan. you got to ask yourself, how much, did it, how much has it hurt him losing offense coordinator uh, – I think it's been, it's, it's been the world. It's, it's literally been the world. Had no business. He's got virtually no experience. Uh, in Saban's the, boy, in, right in, there. In, in the NFL, he didn't even do a good job with uh, Saban with the, you know that professional team they they call a college team, Alabama. So. Uh, there's, yeah. there's even rumbling saying that my beloved Cincinnati Bungos, your boy Colin Coward, saying that he's almost certain they're going to draft your quarterback in this. And not, not to mention all the people we talk about every week with college football, your boy Josh Rosen, Sam Darnold. There's a lot of quarterbacks that could potentially be starting next year in the NFL that are playing college right now. Well, Darnold's talking about maybe staying in college another year. We'll I, see I once the money starts I, I wouldn't do that. It's not worth it. If, if you're going to go one or two in a quarterback, you better go. You never know what could happen. You could, you could get hurt. Uh, I mean, talking about old quarterbacks, Josh McCown, love the guy to death, but he, he's just a, a turnover mistake machine. He, he showed that when he was with the Bucks. He's a pretty athletic guy, even though I think he's 105 years old. He's been in the league for 50 years. Uh, 
Hey, man, you're not talking about my boy Dak Prescott. We didn't talk about Kirk Cousins. He's a young quarterback that's yeah. still trying to get his big contract, his due, right? Mitchell Trubisky now starting for the Bears. Wow. And with Tyrod Taylor's another guy. that's he's, he's been a starter for a few years now, but still one of the younger guys and having a lot of success this season. Bill's sitting at 4-2 in second yeah, well, place he, in their he, division. He, he carved up the Bucks. Uh, Bucks, uh, maybe worst defense. In the, and I don't want to get into the most disappointing team. And, of course, we have the Giants. But when you talk about that, you got to talk about about the Bucks. They they are extremely disappointing. What they did Sunday, blowing that game. They they have super problems with their defense. Well, the most points allowed in the NFC South division is the Tampa Bay Bucks, sitting alone in last place at two and four, allowing 151 points. But losers of three straight. So starting out the season two and one, yeah. now going to two and four. So. I mean, you're you're pretty much spot on with the Bucks being the most disappointing. That was my Super Bowl NFC, at least NFC Championship pick. And let's just say I'm not standing behind that pick right now anymore. Uh, we'll be back with part two of our NFL Quick Rants. Peace out. Sports World, welcome back. Part two of our weekly NFL Quick Rants podcast with myself, Chris Dell, the mad journalist, and Mr. Alan Dell, the godfather, former Tampa Bay Bucks beat writer, and jumping into our Go Baller FFS power rankings for the NFL. And, you know, we're approaching week eight now, which means we're almost halfway through the entire NFL season. We're now more than halfway through the fantasy football regular season. And I just don't even know what you can make of, of the NFL right now. I mean, there's so many, there's just so much uh, murkiness and, and cloudiness throughout the standings, whether you look at the AFC, whether you look at the NFC. I mean, yeah, you got the Patriots at the top of the AFC right now. Yeah, you got the Eagles sitting at 6-1, and one, but there's only one team, and that's the Eagles with one loss in the NFL right now. Just a handful of teams with two losses. You got the Steelers, Chiefs, and the Patriots, Vikings, and Rams with two losses. Also, Saints and Seahawks with two losses. This, after you get past those teams, you know, it's a free-for-all, right? And, and who out of these teams can have a bounce-back second half of the year? I don't know, but you got to hands down have the Philadelphia Eagles number one right now in the NFL after after seven weeks of football. Well, I'm gonna I mean, have to I'm gonna have to disagree with you because that last night or the other night, uh, last night excuse me, Monday night football, they lost their starting tackle Jason Peters and their starting line linebacker. You just can't. Have you ever seen a fan base cheer and, and chant an offensive lineman's names? That's how important yeah. Jason Peters now, is to that team. Is, I hear you there, but they're still number. Yep, I'm talking about through seven weeks. Basing off that body of work and what we've seen on yeah. the field, the Eagles right now have been the best team in the well, league. Well, remember, they still have to pay, play the Cowboys twice. So let's see what happens. Carson right. Wentz might be the best of the young guns that we talked about. But uh, he takes so many chances with his body. Could be injured at any time. And he looks like a... You know, Someone's got to teach that boy to slide. Someone's got to teach my man Carson that slide. Okay, so so let's say they're number one, but I, I hear you. Injuries, definitely a concern for Philadelphia right now. Let's look at the rest of the top five. Pittsburgh, New England, Kansas City. What order do you have them in? I don't know. Right now, I got Pittsburgh number two, even with all the drama with Martavis Bryant on and off the field. I got New England number three. I got KC number four. Basically, those three teams, I don't know, flip a coin anytime that one of them plays the other. Number five, I got the Minnesota Vikings. No matter who they got a quarterback this year, they've proven they can win football games. Five and two overall, four and one against conference opponents in the NFC. I mean, this is a team with a defense and with weapons on the offensive end, Stephon Diggs has been banged up. They might be 6-1 and one or better if he's healthy throughout the entire year, not to mention Adam Thielen. Jarek McKinnon is filled in with uh, in, in those shoes of, that Dalvin Cook left behind with his injury. Watch out for them. And then Seattle number six. 
I got Houston as my surprise team. They're going to be my, my main surprise team for the second half of the season. They're my number seven team right now, even though they're only three and three overall and coming off the bye. They're going to be playing at Seattle this weekend. So look for that's going to be a big game right there. Deshaun Watson versus Russell Wilson. One of the quarterbacks we forgot to mention in the last segment there. Right. Well, what do you, what do you see happening in that game? I, I think Houston can pull that out, man. Upset on the road right there. Well, uh, Seattle is like the drama queen of football. I got all this stuff going on, arguing on the sidelines. Michael Bennett, who's, who's been angry, I think, since the day he walked into grade school, didn't like where his de- desk was. So I think there's a <laughs> lot jokes. of pro- I think there's a lot of problems there. They, they you know they were ran on attacking. It seemed like verbally, at least Russell Wilson. You hear stories about that defense doesn't like him, uh, and uh, Pete Carroll. Seems to thrive off of that kind of chaos, but Seattle's favored by five and a half at home in this one against the Texans. I, I think the Texans are well, definitely a better football team than their three and three record JJ, indicates. Even without JJ Watt, even without JJ Watt, obviously the defense isn't as good without JJ Watt than it is with him. But that offense, man, continuing to pick up steam. Will Fuller, Will Fuller, a touchdown machine. DeAndre Hopkins playing well, playing very well with you know Deshaun Watson under center. So I think watch out for the Texans. And then rounding out the top 10 are Go Ball or FFS Power Rankings. Los Angeles Rams finally giving them credit as a true, legit playoff team that can maybe even win a playoff game or two this season. And then I have the resurgent New Orleans Saints, number nine. I mean, winners of four straight, looking like nobody can beat them. Winning, winning at Lambeau Field last week, even against Hundley. I know Rodgers wasn't there. Uh, Carolina Panthers and the Buffalo Bills, I got tied for the 10th spot right now. I got Washington sitting right outside, knocking on the door to the top 10. I don't know, man. I think once you get past that, we got the next 10, 15 teams could be considered playoff teams moving forward. It's just complete murkiness. I don't know what's going to happen looking after that, you know? And we're we're going we're gonna to break down just a few things more on a final segment of our NFL Quick Rants. Stay tuned. Okay, so jumping back right in here to our NFL Quick Rants final segment here for the week and finishing up our Go Baller FFS Power Rankings for the NFL and well, I think you got a little you got a little uh, bone to pick here for my yeah, for my yeah, rankings yeah, or what? I, th- I thought I thought we both represented these rankings here together, man. No, not me. Uh, oh, you're boycotting. I, I don't like how you what you did to the Los Angeles Rams. There, I could put them in the top ten. What do you mean? No, they should be in the top five. They got the best one-two punch in the league. Jared Goff, Todd Gurley. Come oh, on. I don't you know about the me. best one-two punch. Jared, in the Jared league. Goff is, is a talent. It proves. I'll take Wentz and Blunt over those two guys. You know, it just shows how bad a coach Jeff Fisher was offensively, and it just shows how much a coach or coaching staff means to a quarterback. I thought, yeah, I think the Rams deserve to be higher, and maybe. Dr. Sigmund Freud Breeze and his uh, New Orleans Saints should be uh, ranked higher. They've won four straight. The guys that don't even know what the word defense means are starting to stop people. I, I yeah. thought I was showing your these two teams love, man. Now you're now you're hating on me for putting them too low. Uh, I got I got them eight and nine. Just, it's just time to send you to bed right. without your dinner. No, oh my oh my sleep. goodness! Right, let's 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 get some meatloaf in the oven right now. For you got to calm you down over here. Get you a warm glass of milk, man. Hey man, I look look. I got I got them both in the top ten. Okay, man, yeah, my Houston Texans, my surprise team for the second half. Let's even forget about them. You think the Rams or the Saints are better than the Seahawks? Yeah, better, I do. I better do. than the Vikings? Yeah. Better than Chiefs? 
Yeah. Better than the Patriots? No. Better than the Steelers? No. Okay, so maybe they move up a couple of spots no. at the most. I'll tell you who I don't have in my top ten. I don't have your Dallas Cowboys in there. It's not my Dallas Cowboys. Well, you're talking about them rivaling Jerry's the, the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I got Dallas all the way at 14, sitting right ahead of Jacksonville well, at 15. Dallas, Dallas still hasn't played the Eagles, and we don't know what's going to happen to uh, Mr. Elliott, so... And how about, oh, oh, how the mighty have fallen, Mr. Allen Dell, the Atlanta freaking Falcons. Dan Quinn, if there's ever a coach's hot seat, he's got to be well, on Well, like I said, he uh, they lost their offense coordinator, who's now suffering at... at 0-7 in San Francisco, yeah, Mr. Shanahan. Shanahan showed what he could do. Steve Sarkeesian, he doesn't deserve to be an offensive coordinator in the NFL. He has no experience. Didn't he have his own, own off-the-field issues before well, Nick Saban no, even got no, him at, after Lane Kiffin left? I mean, that's a whole other bag yeah, of yeah, tricks that's right there. Story, but Matt Ryan needs a little bit of help. Matt, Matt Ryan's a good player. Uh, he, he's not that great. He can't create on his own. He can't be a Russell Wilson or what he His maneuverability. Well, so he, he needs some help. I got Denver rounding out the top 20. I mean, Denver's not looking very good right now. We thought that the defense could win the championship on its own well, with just a, a service. No, with just a serviceable quarterback. You think a defense that good, the no-fly zone, if you got a nickname for your defense, you think it would be good enough to at least get you the playoffs. Right now, the way they played against San Diego last week and the way they played the week before, it's not looking like they're even going to make the playoffs right now. you got to be more than a serviceable quarterback unless your defense is totally outstanding or, or unless you have a great running back like Kansas City. Though. Well, maybe just too much pressure over the years now on Denver's defense because their defense has been the, the key part of their team for almost five years or more. Even dating back to the Peyton Manning days, everybody knew that even in his last couple of years there. And let's talk, talk about the the worst teams in the NFL. You want to talk about that earlier? My Bengals are in, they are the best of the five. Let's call this the NFL group of five, the worst five teams in the NFL. Bengals number one in that group, followed by the Colts, followed by your beloved Ben McAdoo Giants, and then the San Francisco 49ers and the Cleveland Browns, obviously dead last. But the big thing about that is the most disappointing team are the, is the Giants. They were supposed to have a good season. They were supposed to be a postseason contender. They had Eli Manning. I mean, you, they got to start thinking about getting rid of Eli Manning. I, I can never understand why he was so highly touted. Yeah, he won a couple of Super Bowls. Uh, but, uh, you know, he, him, him and Joe Flacco, I, I'd like to take a look at their careers. They both won Super Bowls, basically not because of their great athletic ability or throwing ability. And what is Eli Manning? He's a he's good quarterback, or he was a good quarterback, not athletic, not quick, doesn't have a strong arm. Otherwise, he's great. Giants have been outscored by 44 points on the year, 1-6. They're 0-3 at home. One and three on the road. Oh, well, Ben McAdoo to me is the worst coach in the NFL. I'll take Hugh Jackson over him. I don't care if he's one and twenty-two or one and twenty-three. You sure Dan Quinn's not the worst coach in the league? He's getting there. <laughs> he's starting. To, people are starting to forget they made the Super Bowl last season, man. Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in. We appreciate your ear, guys and gals. We'll see you later this week with some more content on the Go Baller FFS station. Thanks for tuning in. Until then, peace out. Peace.